Welcome to the Live the Hoop Texas Tiger podcast. I have Coach Terrence in the building today, Coach PJ and myself. Yeah. We are in the building. Like blind fury. Let's go ahead and get this thing started. <laughs> Welcome to the Live the Hoop Texas Tiger podcast, episode two. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is about to take eight. But we good, man. We gonna keep it rolling, man. No, hey, no, no more uh, cuts. I don't give. A, I don't care what happened. Okay, I got practice. Players mess up, so we can um, mess up. So go ahead, Q. Hit it. All right. So first topic on the agenda is going to be. We're gonna just jump right into it today. Um, no, nah, let's go. We don't talk about. Let's talk about the. Um, the tournament, NCAA tournament. Okay, so NCAA yeah. tournament kicked off last week. There were mad upsets. upsets. I'm going to use uh, my... UVA has the biggest upset. Hey, hold Ember. on. Hold stop. Both of y'all. Let's not, let's not make that be the first one we mentioned, please. Take nine. No. That boy Terrence is crazy, man. Yeah, that uh, UVA loss kind of struck a nerve with me, man, inside. Like, deep down... Inside my chest, yeah. you know, man, little pain there with that UVA loss. Virginia can always let you down. Where you from, P? He think he's funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I, Virginia always lets you down. I let y'all down. No, no, no okay, yeah, all right. Just check, just check, man. You probably the only thing came out of UVA or Virginia. That's wow. right. That just goes to show that you have to come to hoop any any given That's day. Not disrespecting the clips. Any any day. <laughs> So who do we have left in the, in the tournament, Pete? Man, for uh, uh, school of the blind, <laughs> Kansas, Kentucky, Loyola, Chicago, and, uh, and Nevada. Hold on, hold on. No, give who us the give us the matchups. That's what I'm saying. Kansas, Kentucky. Okay. Who y'all think win that one? Kansas, Kentucky. Kansas. Um, I got I got Kansas. It's Kansas State. It's not it, Kansas. it is Kansas State. Oh, oh bad. Okay. It's Kansas State. Yeah. I got Kansas State. Yeah, I have Kansas State. Big Twelve. Also. Uh, they're kind of young, aren't they? Yeah, somewhere. I just want Kansas State to win. I hope Wade just wear Kentucky behind. Kentucky's out. Kentucky's kind of young too, though. They're not really. Yeah, they really, yeah, yeah. So, so we all, I guess, consensus is uh, Kansas State on that one. You got Loyola, Chicago, then in Nevada. Hey, let's go, Loyola, Chicago, man. Man, please, because I wanted. Oh, I wanted Texas to be in that spot right there. I thought that was prime for Texas to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, I had Texas pick to make it all to that spot and to the Elite Eight. And I ain't gonna lie on this bracket, I had him in Final Four. Yeah, bracket busters. Yeah, for real. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping Loyola Chicago pop their top. But back to the um, Virginia. Wow. That upset, oh. they still upset, almost upset on Kansas State. Yeah, they're off by seven. Yeah. Yeah. Kansas State. That's a 16 seed. They started off the game horrible, though. It was yeah. a terrible, terrible start to the game. It's like you play to the level of your competition sometimes, though. Mm, big time. Or you can play up. Some games, man. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> and that's what I think they did. They played inspired basketball, man, and played real discipline. Um, played with, uh, I guess, that kind of sense of urgency, but also with an unfamiliarity to where nobody knew about them. Mm-hmm. And just, man, like. What do you have to lose? Yeah. You're the 16th seed. Yep. So, man, it's kind of balls to the wall. and Nothing to lose, everything in the game. Go get it, yeah. So, they was like, all right, man. They was actually a pretty good team. Um, then you got uh, Florida State, Gonzaga. You got Florida State. No, I don't do that to yourself. I love Florida State, man, but I can't. You got them up, so I'm not going to upset in the um, next round. I understand that. But I'm, I'm going with Mark Few. 
and Gonzaga. Gotta go with Gonzaga. Does Gonzaga have the, uh, more weapons in Florida State, or Absolutely. what's the edge? Offensively, yes. What is it that they're bringing? I mean, what players? Their half court offense is much better. You have point guard Josh Perkins <clears throat> and uh, Tilly. It's ooh, the big inside is yeah. I'm going Gonzaga all day. That one. Okay, so we had a Gonzaga gang. Gonzaga, Florida. You got Florida State team. Okay, okay. Florida State defends well in the half court. They don't score well in the half court, but they defend really well in the half court. Um, we got Michigan to Texas A&M. Oh, that's gonna be a good battle. Yeah, yeah. Man, unfortunately, I gotta go with A&M on this one. I'm too. So I'm not, not unfortunately. I just am. I think the big <clears throat> Tyler Davis. It's, not, it's not too many. It's not too many teams got too big. Kind of work well together no more like that. Yeah. yeah. They kind of like a little throwback. That was an old boy from Dallas. Um, Davis. Man, no, no, no. Um, DJ. The little guard. Uh, Gilder. They <laughs> all from Dallas. Gilder? TJ. Or TJ Starks. Yeah, TJ they all here, from man. Dallas. If yeah. TJ come out there playing how he's playing right now, yeah, he's tough, man. Hey, he's a dog for real. Yeah, he's his game is really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough, strong lefty. Yeah. That ain't scared of no lights. Next yeah. game is Villanova, West Virginia. <clears throat> West Virginia, no upset. Ooh. I can't do it. Y'all know, I, man, I rode with West Virginia all... If they D up though, if they D up how they're supposed to, and that they contest shots, yeah. you have to contest shots with Villan with Villanova. Run Villanova about the three point line. Yeah, but that that yeah, cause they've been shooting it. Mm-hmm. Man, they're shooting the hell out of it. Um, they could penetrate a kick though. That's this is gonna be the best point guard matchup to me all tournament with Jalen Brunson and Javon Carter. Is Javon Carter league material? Man, I don't see how he isn't like. Why just just for, because he could defend or he can score too? Yeah, yeah. Like his his game's not flashy. He just got a he got a pit bull game. Like to me, he Patrick Beverly. Uh, Patrick Beverly had kind of, but he had to develop his shooting touch and his shooting range and things like that. I mean, Javon Carter shoots it already. So I mean, I think he's a, a league guard. I don't think he's a, he might not be a draft pick, but free agency. If I got one left, a roster spot. He gets it. And his matchup, who and who's he going up against? Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Tough guard. Uh, of course, son of a of a NBA pro. Yeah, he's 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 legit. I think. Spit on himself. I think he's the player of the year. Of the tournament. Of college basketball. Oh really? Yeah. Is he, he up? Is he up? Whoa! Say that again. I think Jalen Brunson is the, the player of the year. Is he up for the winning award? Mm-hmm. He He's a finalist. Mm-hmm. I got him ahead of who? Guard from um, Kansas? Yeah. I do. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. I want to get from Kansas and have some big moments, man. Because you live in a big 12 country. Yeah? Yeah. You don't, we don't see no Villanova games. <clears throat> but, yeah, Devontae nice. Graham is a – he's tough. He is tough. Um – uh, I guess he probably would. Well, it would, I would probably go those two and Aiden in the top three of the voting. But I, I would give the edge to Brunson. Who else do we have left, P? Yeah. Um, Texas Tech, Purdue. Purdue. Best matchup of. Oh, well, I man, I don't know. Purdue's iffy, man. Purdue's missing the big hey, man this weekend. That big man big. That's what hurts, man. And that's that was my championship pick. That's the <clears> big <throat> game right there. Yes. That's the best matchup of, of this round, and could be the best matchup of the whole tournament. I mean, because Texas Tech is 
really good basketball team, man. It was, uh, the Super freshman, young. Yeah, the freshman Zaire Smith is stupid athletic. Is that the one who caught the 360? Yeah. 360 baseline alley-oop. Yeah, just out of nowhere. Um, then the next we got Kansas and Clemson. <clears throat> who I know nobody saw Clemson making it this far. No. Yeah. I definitely didn't They were late. See. Late, late bloomer. Yeah. Man. I didn't see that happening. My post, my boy, B.E. Lodge, man. Texas guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, and he drops away. I'm glad I'm, I'm happy good. with him, man. Yeah, he looked really good, man. I got Kansas winning that game, though. Yeah. Um, that's just one side of the bracket? No, this is the last, the last matchup of, of the Sweet 16 is Syracuse and Duke. Syracuse and upset. Let's go. Ooh! Yeah. <laughs> Q's on the upset? What? I can't wait till we go back and uh, listen to these all of Terrence's yeah. picks. Yeah, I'm going to be like, oh, man. Yeah, if you, hey, if you need Gordamas on these, then... Uh, yeah. Uh, we're going to bet on the next one as far as we're going to. Okay, we're going to be betting them. No, we're going to use you. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're winning. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm time. saying. If you win on these. You got the Qs? I got the Qs beating Duke, man. I got to do. That 2-3, that length, man. It's going to hurt Duke. It's going to hurt Bagley. But, it's, I mean, both, they, both of them going to be in zone. It's going to be ugly. Yeah, it might be one of those 56 to um, 48 games. Man, yes. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. going to be ugly. Like, it both will be. But a game like that, a game like that, man, it's going to be low scoring and ugly. I got Syracuse. And that could be, hey, Sue, that could be the case. So that is your Sweet 16. Yeah. So then, um, man, so yeah, that's the Sweet 16. And uh, so this past weekend, we also had, really to me, the official kickoff and start of AAU basketball. Um, like I said, we had a big event going on in Houston. Uh, Jim Hicks with the, the RCS Sports Icebreaker, Spring Icebreaker, and that's where I was out there with our with the unsigned senior group and with our seventeen year group, and it was a good event. How'd you guys do, PJ? The unsigned seniors did really well. Went three and zero. Then seventeen year group went two and one. Dropped a tough one, tough one to D one. Was it D one Houston? D1 Houston. So it was a good event, though. I mean, it had some really talented teams out there. Some, um, of course, you had hard work out there. Hard work looked really good out there. Uh, you had RJ Hampton's new team at Moody Elite. Had Basketball University out there, which will be at their event this week, um, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, <clears throat> you had Team Harden. Had James Harden's group out there. Texas Pro. It was, it was, it was a, uh, Nice little man, big old event there. Huge event. A lot of teams. Like I would say probably three hundred teams in it. Any players stuck out to you? Oh man. Yeah. Um we got definitely RJ. RJ definitely looked good over the weekend. And that's RJ Hampton. Yeah, he looked good. Um didn't get a chance to watch hard work. Um because we always played at the same time as they did. Uh, but, man, seeing them highlights from them, they look they look good. And they got one yeah, more Yeah, they were all over spot. Twitter. Yeah, they got a, they have one more roster spot, too, that they can fill with a big that I think I, I hope I know who's going to. A big left-handed 6'11 kid. Uh, I hope gets it, man, because they, they add that piece. Could be really tough on that underarm circuit. Or just period. 
Um, yes, with the boy from El Paso on there. <laughs> Just to let you know. No, I'm glad you did. Okay. No, he uh, he looked alright too. He um, I think he's still kind of filling himself out, filling everybody else out. Uh, of course, it's different than being with that heat group, correct? Where he can just kind of come out and just be himself, him and his brother. So now playing with a whole group of other guys, I think he still kind of has to find that niche where he can be aggressive uh, and not just be out there to just kind of stretch floor out and just pass it. So he's still kind of finding himself a little bit with that group, but he'll eventually he's gonna be all right. He's gonna be all right. But off the court, he looks comfortable with him. He doesn't look like he's just. Out of place, he's man, hanging out with him. All that looks good. Just he looks comfortable with him, so that's good. That's good. Um, so, uh, and you guys were here this weekend with the tournament here. How'd that go? Two and one, man. Lost the championship game to Legacy. San Antonio Legacy. San Antonio Legacy. They were all right, man. Beatable, but hey, they beat us. Hope to catch him again, man. Be another, hopefully, be another outcome our way. Yeah, though. lost in the championship. But for our first outgoing, um, I would say we played we played pretty good. I think we saw some things out of our kids we didn't know we had, which is a positive thing. And we saw that our kids have heart, not not backing down from anyone or anything. So that's good. And even uh, their response to us while we were coaching yeah. and the way they listened and took feedback and criticism for the way they played or mistakes they were making on the court. It was it was a positive positive thing. One thing that stood out to me after the whole tournament, <clears throat> after that championship loss, man, there were like a few players on our team, maybe like three or four players that were really affected. Took that loss to heart, man. Yeah. They walked out the gym. They man. walked out the gym, man. <laughs> Yeah, well, so, I mean, even though we lost, I was upset. I'm a competitor, man, so yeah. I want to win everything. But, hey, they came back. They won. But this for my kids wanted to win that game, and it was local. So, I mean, yeah. like we've been trying to instill in them, hey, in San Antonio, we don't lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got to be – got to ingrain it in their head, man. And that, that's good because, I mean, that's – I guess that's one of those knocks on AAUs. I mean, we play so many games that the games are kind of meaningless. As far as like the winning and losing aspect of it, but I mean, you you definitely still want to be competitive and, and want to fight to win these games, um, and that's like I said, that's that's a good thing, man. Cause I shoot, I saw it this weekend, like when we we're in Houston, and the fact because both groups in Houston played just three showcase games, so it's like okay, you win, you win, you lose, you lose. It doesn't matter. There's no bracket. Um, you just kind of playing to get games under your belt and maybe somebody see you. I mean, there because there are coaches out there from um, lower than Division One, or like lower than Division One. <clears throat> so, yeah, but that was, uh, that was, that was a good thing, man, to see that y'all have kids that know, man, we want to go ahead and, and win and take these, take these, these wins here or games to heart a little bit, man, seriously. Yeah, from first practice, well, first, I guess we'll call it, um, we were doing training on Sundays when we started trying to separate the groups as far as ages. I know Q and myself had kind of started from that day one. Hey, San Antonio, you got to win San Antonio. Mm-hmm. You want better players on your team, you know, like what we have now, you got to win. Yeah. You win here, 
better players want to come to your team. Oh, okay, these guys are winning, having fun, and off the court having a blast with the coaches too. Coaches yell at them on the court after the game. Like they cool, man. That's just part of being a mentor. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. It's a good weekends, I think, for our organization. Um, that's 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 always a plus, man. That's good for it's good to hear. Um, so I guess here we can get on from the because we kind of move on to the next topic here. Yeah, that'd be no problem. Okay, so we're back. We got a uh, we got a couple of topics here. We want to kind of hit on here, man. Won't keep y'all too long tonight. Um, first topic here is kind of want to talk about kids who play with just meaningless or play in meaningless events with just random teams and just always with a different team week to week. That's been a very popular subject on Twitter uh, in the basketball community, P, and I see a lot of other coaches talking about that as well as parents and trainers. So how many kids are actually playing and meaningful events that that's the real question and i mean and it's hard to say what a meaningful event is but my thing is you don't have to play just every week with somebody different um any an event could be it could be meaningful if if you're always playing with your same team and y'all are growing together um you're getting some continuity with coaches getting to know your teammates players whatnot all that so an event can kind of mean something no matter where it's played at or, or what level you're playing at. But to say, okay, I'm gonna play with I'm gonna play with this team here this week. Um, of course all all week. You don't go to any practices. You just be chilling, whatever, and get a phone call on Friday, like, hey man, you wanna play in the tournament on Saturday? Yeah. So then you go play with another team that weekend and of course and and the course just kinda continues over and over again, just repeats. So I, mean, I think that kinda is where I'm at with it just kinda takes away from the whole to me, the AAU experience of, of building the bonds and, and getting relationships. Terrence, yeah. what do you? How do you I mean, in, this, in this coaching game, man, um, I know me myself growing up. I guess it was like a foundation my dad had put in me, man. If he if he started out with a team, man, he played with that team for the rest of the season. If by by chance you don't like that team, at the end of the season you have an opportunity to go to another team. It's commitment. There's no loyalty though. Yeah. Nowadays. I mean, you need, you need, I mean, you need loyalty. I saw a tweet that said. One kid started off the morning with the other team. By the afternoon, he was on another team yeah. in the same tournament. <laughs> it happened in Houston, and you already know what's going to happen in Houston. And yeah. I and I think that's what it, that's where uh, the tweet was coming from. Yeah, I mean, it heard it happened in Houston, man. I um, I heard about a kid that played with played with an Adidas team. Like with, I don't know, I'm not gonna put the team names out there. Played with an Adidas team. Uh, I want to say Friday night, and played against hard work. On Saturday, with was it a morning game or evening game, <laughs> morning. Yes, in the morning. Yeah, play with another team the next day. Uh huh. In the, in the morning. Nah, it was like mid afternoon. So um, at the same time, like man, that's 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 a, a kid thing, but that's a huge coach thing. Like to me, if you're a coach, man, you have to have these kids hold them accountable. As far as like, man, you're gonna be if you're gonna be with us, you're gonna be with us. If you if you want to play with them, play with them. You're not going to be here one day and then there the other. Uh, the only situations and kind of circumstances I can kind of see with that is when when they didn't have so many shoe circuits. You had kids that, I mean, when Nike was just the only one, they only had like four events. So it was like, man, kids would play. You would get the best kids on the team for that, whatever, to represent that Nike team, mm-hmm. to go play in that event for four events. 
But for the rest of the summer or whatever, they were with that certain team that they were with. Right. So I mean, I mean that back then it was it was a little bit understandable. I mean it still would kind of suck. Like if you had something going on that same weekend that the Nike team had something going on, you would lose out. But this is what it is, man. No team is just built around one kid. But coaches to me don't just hold it, hold it just a standard to it. Like man, no, I'm not gonna let you just bounce in and out of this door here. Like, well, they do it in NCAA basketball. Nah. It's still different though, man, with the transfers. But they're not transferring they're not transferring yeah. first semester during the during the season. Yeah, and that's why they has gotta sit out. Right. <laughs> so okay, you hey, leave targets if you want to. If you're gonna go over there, like yep, you you gotta sit out uh and you gotta sit out a whole summer. You gotta sit out a, a whole weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, they know that. They don't have there's no consequences, man. Matter of fact, I could be mad at you and coach during on on Friday. And I'll just go play in another tournament in town, whatever, with another team on Saturday. It is what it is, man. It's just so – that, to me, it kind of bugs me, man. But, I, like I said, I think that's a huge coach thing. I, don't, I mean – Is it a coach thing or a culture thing? Man, I think it, – but it's both. Probably both. These, co- these coaches nowadays are okay with it because they're so infatuated with winning. So, like, man, if that kid is good, I don't care what, man. He just come play with us for the weekend. We want to win. Man, I've heard some of the craziest nonsense ever about like wanting to win arm sleeves. I didn't give a damn about an arm sleeve. <laughs> what is an arm sleeve? I didn't even know they gave those away for uh man, tournaments. Arm sleeve ain't been rocking since AI. Man, like I'm like AI and Ray Allen. Like that's crazy to me. Like I know I know they do these tournaments where you can win uniform, and matter of fact, we benefited from this past weekend. Right. But it's not. We didn't. We didn't go get any random kids to just come play with us. No. Nah. Yeah, they just man, that group just happened to run through the tournament and win. That's just all it was. So my shout out to the eighth grade. Nice. Eighth grade shout out nice. to the eighth grade. Man, so that's that's oh, that's something different, man. That's crazy to me. I think it is a, a culture thing, but it's it's the coaches of this culture. Like I don't, man. I don't feel like y'all played AAU. I didn't play AAU. I don't feel like you guys could have done that with your AAU coaches. No, back then. No, mom. Yeah, no. I think that was okay back then. Uh. But most of the time, like I said, if you're going to leave a team, it'll be at the end of the season. Yeah. So coaches, that time you say loyalty, coaches, are you loyal to your team, to all the other kids on your team, that you feel it's okay to go get this random kid that you know is really good and just bring him in, never practice with you, but he knows the kids, and, hey, throw him in on the team. And, I'm man, I'm 95% sure he's going to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So – Man, that to me, you're not being loyal to your kids. At the same, you're asking them to be loyal to you. So I think, man, that, that's a big, that's a big issue to me too, man. Which is bouncing around. Yeah. So, I mean, then we uh, we can kind of move on from that one, man. That uh, I can talk about that one for days, but uh, I guess the next topic we want to talk about it, hey, about parents, man. About parents. I, uh, I feel like we got some kind of coward parents out there. Meaning, just. Overstepping boundaries. We got that. They do that. And then we got some that they'll kind of hide behind the kid. Um, If you kind of, man, you try to get a kid, try to see what they're going to do, wondering, hey, man, are you going to play? Are you, are you, who are you playing with? And they're like, they'll just kind of leave you dangling a little bit. And to me, if you don't, you don't have enough nuts to kind of come and say, hey, PJ, Terrence, Q, man, we kind of decided we're going to play here with this other team. 
or we talk, we're not going to play, whatever whatever y'all want to do, whatever decisions you're going to make, make it and be a man about it. Like, you're asking all these coaches to, to I guess, be, like I said, be mentors to your, your son, man, as far as help them become young men. But to me, and then, then you hide behind them. Like, man, I, I don't know. It's a, I left the decision up to them. And, like, man, no, be a man about it. Like, yeah, be a man. Dad, like, shit, if, if this is – if this is your son, and are you going to let him choose whether or not he wants to do his homework at school? Do you let him choose whether or not he wants to go to school the next day? Right. Yeah. Be a man about it, man. It's okay to say no. What about the kids that come to the program, work out, then decide to go to a different program, and then the subsequent year come right back to your program wanting to play for you again? It happens. It happens. I mean... Uh, I mean, we just had a kid who worked out for, I guess, been been coming to us for like a month and a half since we were doing the workouts at the school. Um, came to practices uh, for like first two weeks. Been coming to practices. Text me on my way to Houston and said, "Hey, yeah, uh, I'm gonna play with another team because the schedule fits more and on the travel and stuff." And I said, "Man, all right." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sent a long old page. I said, all right. <laughs> yeah, he'll text me back. Thanks again. Guess what? You you left on red at three forty nine. Like I'm not responding to that man. Like, and I was excited about it, kid. Man, I right, shoot. If you keep coming and coming to us, man, I get excited excited about working with you and start developing a relationship with you, trying to see what you do well, what you don't, what we can work on. And you just up and bounce. I said, hmm. I almost wanted to tell you to. Uh, Screw you and the horse you came in on. But since I'm nicer than that, I was just like, man, all right, man. I didn't even, I should have probably told you best of luck to you, but no, didn't tell you. I mean, I, um, I, I kind of took that a little personal. I mean, I probably shouldn't have, but I did. Like, that's, that kind of bugs me, man. Like, yeah, if you, if you want to invest the time, invest the time. Like, don't have somebody invest that time into you and then you dip out. And I know every situation, especially with us, we don't. We're not the right fit for everybody. Right. We absolutely are not. Like so. I mean, if you can find the right fit for you, I don't need to do it. Yeah. Like, but. But I will say this. I think our fit is going to get you ready for that next level, especially the college level and competing and being aggressive. Or whatever the next level. Yeah. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Bring the best out of you. Yeah. Whatever that next level may be, it might not be college. It might be as you're if you're an eighth grader. It might be getting you ready for freshman basketball or JV basketball. Right. If you're ninth grade, it may be getting you ready for JV or varsity basketball. That's the next level for you. Yeah. Like it may, man. Everybody that comes through our program does not become college basketball players. I mean, that was evident last year with the whole city with four early signees. So I mean, that is every single kid that we have right now is not going to play college basketball, but. We, if they're with us, I know our goal is to try to make sure that they become the best basketball players that they can possibly be while they're with us. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's what we do to try to help. So, I mean, I know we could have helped this kid out. I know it. but And I'm not mad where he went. I, man, I'm not mad at all. Like, I, man, I trust who he went to. But I'm just like, man, it ain't us. No disrespect to no other program out there. But, man, if you, you leave us, I'm just like, man, yeah, you're, you're probably in good hands. But it isn't us. That just is what it is. Right. Like, I mean, you can go wherever you want to go. 
do what you want to do, man. But I, I just know, man, I like, and AC says it all the time, like, when we have our little meetings, man, he trusts us, he trusts you guys, all that. And I, man, I believe in y'all like no other. It's crazy, though, like, man. I, I've said it before, like, man, I feel like we have the best staff in the whole state when it comes to taking care of every aspect of the game. Like, I don't feel like that's, that can be matched anywhere. Terrence, you had a little run-in this week uh, with parent-wise, but not even speaking about that, but, you know, just what is your opinion on the whole topic itself? Man, um, I'm not cool with parents belittling a kid on the court. Your child or another yeah, player. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. That's not, that's not cool at all because if somebody was to belittle your kid, Belittle them how they're like. Just talk down on them. Like, why don't you pass the ball? Yo, you're not that great. I mean, that's not cool. Ooh, yeah. That's out of line. That's out of line. I mean, we, like, we're on the sidelines. We hear things. We're not supposed to really listen to the, to the, um, to the crowd. But at the same time, when one of your players goes from being on attack mode to being on a passive mode, and I've seen the kid play all year, his whole game changed because of what the crowd was saying. Kind of, kind of, maybe kind of hot, man. Because these are kids. Yeah. yeah. These are kids. These are kids. These are kids. Yes, man. You, I don't care how hard you want to cheer for yours, man. Like I said, you can't belittle another to try to pick yours up. Hey, man, that that's just not gonna do it. That's not gonna cut it. Uh-huh. I mean, what was your take? You were you were there with me, so I mean, what? How was your take on that? Well, it just it just it, it triggered me because it, it made me think of. When I was growing up, and I, I played with a couple of teams where it was predominantly Hispanic, and the kids were not either passing the ball, and I was the bigger kid, so they were like putting me under the basket, <laughs> and my job was to rebound and pass the ball and not shoot, and no, that's unacceptable, especially when when you have games. So, and that's the thing, like if you feel like your your kid is that good? Maybe they don't need to play f- for that team, or, or I don't know. Like I was kind of heated f- to the point where I I could I could have been like, well, he doesn't need to play for us because I really don't think he's gonna fit in our system. Or you know, at that at that moment in time, there was nothing I thought he could bring to the table. Like honestly, and I'm not trying to be rude, but. And this happened to me last year. I had a player come up to me and, and was saying, well, he used to play all the time with PJ, but I took over the team and I just – he didn't fit the system. So his his mom took him, and I don't know where he went, but he didn't play with us anymore. So, yeah, so that's that's what it is. I mean, sometimes you have to find a better – a better team or a better situation for you for your for your for your kid, I guess. Yeah. I mean that's, and that is what and, it is. And his player went to state this year too. <laughs> yeah, so he kept uh he, he kept the tiger streak alive actually. Yeah. And I was telling D hit me up about that too. He said, Man, what happened to I said, uh he's still around? He kept the streak alive. <laughs> We'd had Tigers at State last five, six was he on the team? seven years. Yeah, wow. so it, yeah, he done. Thanks to him, man, we kept the streak alive, but we still made it state. But hey, at the end of the day, on this topic, man, if any parents have any kind of, well, I guess you're gonna say, if any parents have any kind of understanding or misunderstanding what we're talking about, 
as far as parenting in the stands. Look at the South Carolina coach video on Facebook or YouTube. Man, yeah, he nails it right on the head. Ooh, I wish we'd have had yes. that as a topic. Yes, yeah, he nails it. He nails it right on the head. Man, I wish we'd have had that. College coach said he goes to his kids' game and he just sits there quietly. The coach will probably tell his kid all the wrong information, but <laughs> he lets the coach coach what he does. Yes. That was crazy. Yeah, he doesn't agree with it all the time, but he's not going to overstep his boundaries where his kids can say, well, my dad said I did this. I need to do this. And I, I feel as if, if you're a parent and if you're putting money and time into your kid, your kid should be prepared so when you go to the games, you don't have to go talk to the coach. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is sit back and relax and enjoy whatever mm -hmm. happens. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like no horse playing on the sidelines, yeah. laughing and playing, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Get mentally, get mentally, mentally prepared. That's part of it. Yep, preparation, man. Man, so that's it, man. I guess that's a quick little podcast we hit y'all with, man. We will do better next time. Yeah, well, I guess uh, uh, we'll hit y'all with more topics. Week. This is the first one we had with all three of us here. Yeah. Right. So I guess it can be like a weekly Wednesday or Thursday type thing, man. If you're listening to this on the app, hey, we appreciate you. Make sure you do follow Live the Hoop on Twitter and IG. You can also follow Coach PJ at everything. Uh, it's at Coach PJ10 for Twitter, Instagram. Um, uh, I don't need that snap. Um, that, uh, that's about it. That's man. about it. Yeah. You want to follow me, man? Uh, I'll be on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Kid said, "Man, what is Facebook?" Yeah, it's all right though. Face mask. Yeah. Well, oh, we do man. appreciate you taking out the time just to listen to our rants and our uh, opinions on certain topics and everything. Yeah. We're gonna make this worldwide one day. Hopefully, in a few wide. months. Why? Why? Yeah, that'd be love. See, y'all be blessed. Yeah. Hit y'all with the Russell Simmons. Yeah, he did. Thank y'all for coming out. All right. God bless and good night. <laughs>